Why are there so many podcasts from Jordan? And why we can't blame the Jews? Some think it's Jesuits, some the Illuminati, but only Rick knows the truth. So we've been told, and so we believe it, that Klaus Schwab is a big fan. That's why you'll find him on Fakeologist Audio, Rick the Conspiracy Man. La da da da, la da 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 da. Five, four, three, two, one. Thunderbirds are go. This is Cosfob. From severely economic form. The most wonderful organization there has there ever been on the planet, be told 100%. I don't know anyone which would debate this. We should have a mass debate if we need to, 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 to argue the point. The wonderful World Economic Forum, WEF. All your prime ministers, all your elites have been members of this wonderful organization. We are like the girl guides. That would be the best way to say it. The Girl Guides International Organization. Wonderful people. Look at the wonderful Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. What a wonderful, good-looking man he is. So uh, so trustworthy. Just like Scott Morrison from Australia. Scomo. Scomo. Whatever. So, uh, such a nice person. You can trust these people, be told 100%. So you're listening to uh, Clash Fob on the, what is the date today? See, this time, I will look at the calendar. Apparently, I got it on last week, 16th of December, D-E-Z-M-A-M-B-E-R. Dismember. Why do they call it Dismember? It sounds very like a murder scene of uh, 2023. Thank you very much, and I will let Ike... Pop in, and I think he will talk to the fakeologist Abahato, the ugly man, for a little bit, a little bit, B-E-D, bid, whatever. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. I wouldn't go as far as saying the most wonderful organization in the world, and I certainly wouldn't be comparing them to the girl guides, but that's what he wants to do, and he's quite welcome to because he's one of the Regulars on uh, Saturday night, uh, free for all on fakeholders, audiofakeholders.com. <coughs> um, um, Rick, uh, and I was going to, but it's too dark now, and the, the, and the crickets and bats and koalas and uh, whatever, what other insects and creatures are making too much noise outside. I discovered to my horror how noisy the crickets are. And you can probably hear in, slightly in the background a very loud cicada chirping away. I think that's what they call it, chirping. I couldn't believe it when I first came to Australia in the mid-'80s. I thought it was an electrical fault on a power pole. I couldn't believe I've never heard such a high-pitched screaming sound, and it was a green 
Grocer Cicada. They've all got names. There's a whole lot of different names, but a green Grocer Cicada. That's the ones you can hear at the moment. Very high-pitched. Very high-pitched. Back in the great days of growing up in New Zealand, you had air rifles and the, the such that you could sort these type of insects out with a few rounds of lead pellets towards their um, vicinity, which I certainly did back in the day, I'd be told. So Ab's coming on a little bit later. Uh, I was going to – now, tomorrow night, you're going to get part two of the anal apocalypse from David Thrussell. I'm going to read the last chapters of his article from New Dawn, uh, November, December issue, Be Told. And it's, it was quite good last week, and I had plenty of people comment that it was a really good, interesting show. That wasn't me. That, I was just commenting on what David Thrussell said. So um, tomorrow night, uh, Anal Apocalypse Part 2. Be told it will be a thing. Um, I'm going to mute and I'll wait for the bing noise. Now, speaking of bing, I just heard, I just heard that so the, the, the character of Friends, whose surname was Bing, I didn't realise that, Chandler Bing, who died mysteriously in his, uh, uh, what do you call it, in his, uh, in his bath or his, uh, one of those things, those uh, things that you have in flash hotels, those bubbling things. <clears throat> he died apparently of ketamine poisoning. So that's the favourite drug of the homosexual and anyone that's been dropping E's. They take ketamine afterwards. It's a pet Something to do with veterinarians. It's, whatever it is, I've never had it. I've never had it, and I've you know, had a few things in the day, but not not to any level. But uh, ketamine is apparently a, very, a special K, they used to call it, back in the 80s and 90s, and that's what Chandler Bing. Now, Steve Bing, the other mysterious character who uh, had a son called Damien with um, the uh, very... In, the, in your face, always around actress that was um, English actress that was in uh, very funny scenes in uh, uh, what's his name? Um, dear idea, oh getting a bit late, a bit tired. Uh, the funny movies with that English private detective, uh, whatever it is, he's playing a detective. Uh, Austin Powers. Why couldn't I remember that? Austin Powers. Uh, the uh, ex-wife of Steve Bing had a child called Damien, just like the uh, movie The Omen that starred the New Zealand Sam Neill, a man who keeps popping up in high-level interesting movies. Why is this so? Seems like a nice guy, Sam Neill. And I have to tell, tell you this to those who haven't been listening to the uh, Fake Oldest Australia Roundtable for the last I don't know, God knows how many years we did it and all my episodes I've done on Fakeologist, I'm talking about hundreds here, hundreds. Sam Neill's first movie back in the day was Sleeping Dogs. Now, it was almost, it was based on a movie called Smith, a book rather, based on a book by a man named Lear. Sorry, it's a Beatles song. And Sam Neill starred in this movie about the future and it was called Smith's Dream by C.W. No, C.K. Chesterton or C.K. No, it says C.K. Somebody, and that C.K. is three eleven. So there's a whole there's a there's a bit of a giveaway there in the title. I'll see if I can find it on my bookshelf. 
my falling over bookshelf with so many books on it. Uh, 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 where can we see it? But, you know, the, the author of Smith's Dream was C.W. Uh, sorry, C.K. Someone or other. You're always going to talk himself. Be- Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. Saturday night, Saturday night free for all. On Fakeholders Radio, Fakeholders.com on the 16th of December 2023. And I just heard a binging in my ear. Speaking of Steve Bing and all the binging noise, it's Ab the Fakeologist. How wonderful. Good morning, Mr. Rick. How are you? This Good afternoon to me. Good evening. Good afternoon. Yes. Um, I, good evening. I'm, I'm good. Good, uh, good evening. It's now, oh, what was the time? I'll just tell you the time. It's about 8 o'clock, I would say. 8.22. 8.22. And last week, oh, my God, that noise. And you can hear them still. Like, I've got the windows and doors shut, and you can hear yeah. the cicadas, this high-pitched, shrill, beeping noise that they make. So, yeah, I'm inside. So we should be pretty safe for a while. Uh, of, um, yeah, I thought it was sounds. a technical issue. You really could not tell mm-hmm. it was a bug. No, it sounded like maybe some connection. It was a bug. An insect with uh, some with aerials and six legs, uh, the cicada, and the frogs are pretty noisy as well, to be honest. But um, anyway, we've had a really hot day here. You wouldn't like it, Ab. It was about thirty-five, thirty-six degrees. Whoa. 37 degrees, possibly. Mm. We don't know yeah. how to. Well, we don't have enough sweat glands to survive that. Uh, no, nah. no. Nah. And you do sweat. You do sweat. Though I spent the last hour before I come back here. I was went to the gym, but I switched all the fans on. No air conditioning, and it's fine if you've got fans on. You everything's cool. Uh, yeah. But it's definitely warm. Mm. Why don't we start? Anyway, with so let's talk about because people missed it last. There week. was none. We did. There is none. There, there is none. He's on. Rollo is posting away like a professional on the Rick and Rollo Discord. So if anyone wants to see what he's posting, it's usually to do with Disney and uh, vaccines and uh, whatever. But he's, I have not. He hasn't rang me. I have not spoken to him for about four weeks or three weeks at least. So I've got no Rollo report. But he's certainly posting. Uh, James, no, that wasn't James Bond. It was uh, Doctor Who, vaccine deaths, uh, blah, 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 blah. Doctor Who is black now, like, I think, isn't he? Yeah, and gay, uh, or transgender. Now, Ab, I have to tell you some interesting information. This is, a, of course, a fakeologist exclusive. Live on the, this, this is street reporting here. Yeah. My um, neighbour who looks after my, Cats and etc. Good, very good-looking blonde female. I have to say that. 
I've been saying that for many years, actually, since she's, her and her husband look after my cats when I go away because they've lost their pets via age and everything, and so they've got these pets. They've got and vaccine, vaccine damage. Well, they're both. Well, she's a real pusher of that. She's she's in the medical game, or she's in the care industry, if you say. Anyway, she's lost three relatives this week. That's what I'm going to say. In one week? Yeah. Two two uncles and a uh, kind of a family friend or whatever. Different, not related, on different sides. One's on her father's, on her husband's side. Two are on her her side. And she said she went, she drove all the way to Sydney. He was 78, mind you, so he's not young. But I'm telling you, Ed, 78's only 18 years older than me. Well, you know, 19 years older than me. I don't consider that old anymore, even though I've still got, um, you know, I don't look like a um, 60-year-old or a 59-year-old as far as I'm concerned. I don't identify yeah. with that It's age. within range. It's a, anyway, it's a metatonic cycle yeah. away. Yeah. Well, she, anyway, she went to see him on his last legs before he passed away, and she said, she goes, what is it? She, she goes, is it? You know, you can you not breathe? And she goes, and he said, "It's my heart." He kept pointing to his heart, and he died. That's the first one. He died. He's gone. So, and she's really upset because Christmas time, losing having two relatives drop dead plus someone that's kind of semi close. And apparently, I don't know if they're, what religion they are, but apparently, she said they can't celebrate Christmas if the funeral is after Christmas. They have to mourn. So they may be Catholics. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to ask. Me neither. But she, yeah, but she said to me, she's come over to, uh, so get this, so I've got work out, so I've got to mow their lawn tomorrow and then clean their, uh, water blast their house on Monday. So I'm not suffering out of this, so th- this drama. I'm actually, picking up some business. it's helping me get, picking up some business. So I'm not complaining about this, but um, she definitely said three in a week. Now, that's not normal, Ab. I'm sorry to say to you, I've been around for a long time. It's the well, odds how of that old happening. are the other people? You got 78. Six, 78, okay. One was uh, 60 something or other, and the other one's probably about 60 something or other. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, 60. it's the 50s and 60s, uh, because I'm 56. It's the 50s and 60s that really yeah. bother me. 78, you've lived a life. Me, you are of average. Age of death. Mm. So 80, 80, if you get to 80. But, yeah, my father is 80, right? 80, sorry, 82. And he's in fantastic. Yeah. Apart, from, apart from having to put up with this, this woman he married and getting and force-fed all the food that she orders and doesn't want to eat, and he eats for Did her. Did your dad shut up? He's put on some... Yes. He's had yeah. three, and she, she's had five. Um, I'm surprised still, she hasn't shot him up more. Uh, look, I don't even want to discuss this, but um, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, no, look, I just think, look, I'm not, look, that's the first thing that I've heard this week about anyone terminal from, you know, but, but you know, like it's Christmas time, it's really hot over here. Uh, so you could use just that. Just play devil's a, advocate. We don't know anything about this 78-year-old's life, how he lived it, what he ate, what he did to his body for 78 years. Now, as I've said, 
even before COVID. Vaccines either do nothing or they hurt you. They don't have any benefit. That's all I would. That's all I'm saying that I know for sure in my own mind. Well, so we we don't more, we don't know what happened. And, more, and when you stick a needle in your arm, that is surgery. By the way, that's that is a form of surgery. I know it doesn't seem like it, but it is. Hmm. Okay, so you are well, injuring your body deliberately. Yeah, you're putting something in your bloodstream that bypasses your liver and kidneys that normally filter out all of those um, toxins. And it goes straight to your heart, basically, if it is an issue. And we, we, we've read um, the Nobel Peace, Nobel Peace Prize, Claude, Claude Rocher, who executed thousands of dogs to get his Nobel Peace Prize. How do you do that? You execute dogs. Thousands of dogs were died from a two- or three-shot clot shot. And that's what he brags about in the 1913 Nobel Peace Prize. Is it Claude Rocher? Claude Rocher. Yeah, I never that's saw that uh, quote, but yeah, it's, well, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Miles Mathis actually came well, out. He says terrain theory is a psyop, which uh, you know, when he says stuff <laughs> like that, he loses me. Look, I don't trust him as far as I can push him, but he's he does some wonderful writing. Yeah, we um, have to be discerning on what we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just going on to say, I go on anecdotal evidence, anecdotal evidence of what someone comes to me and they say, I'm at the gym and I have a conversation with a, there's a guy there and he told me his sister has been never been so sick since she took her vac- first clot shot in uh, two years ago. Anecdotal he evidence he never is, is evidence. It, it is all we've got. It's all we've got. Because this is, this yeah, is a down to earth. Too. Yeah. To me... He's an old Aussie guy who's about probably 12, 13 years older than me, but he's and he's retired. And he, he said to me, I knew straight away that not to take the thing. Because I said, what, why didn't you take it? And he said, I just knew there was something suspicious about it. And he told me his sister took it, and she has been constantly in hospital since she had it. Now, that's the only – I don't know anyone that's died personally of what I would say the vaccine – but I'm hearing stories anecdotally. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm not um, an expert medical. I've got no medical I know background. as you get older, you get more aware of people dying around you. That's that's just another mm. age thing. There's a lot of age things, but people that have taken care of themselves should not be dying in their 50s and 60s, myself and yourself uh, included. Mm. Yeah, and especially, as Rollo keeps pointing out, and he's completely 100% accurate, Shane Warne, our, one of the most famous Australians ever, died at 51 or 52 in Thailand of a... When they said that he had a heart attack, it was worse than that. It, it, it had a rupture in his heart, and he died with blood everywhere. And he definitely would have taken it because he was a cricketer. That, that These guys are not smart people when it comes to... You know, these are order followers. Anyone that plays cricket, as far as I'm concerned. And two famous cricketers died within weeks of each other very mysteriously. And I'm saying they're dead because these guys aren't the kind of smart people that would have faked their deaths. They're just sports people. And um, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm with Rollo uh, that uh, these, these uh, vaccines are not good for you. 
That's my personal opinion. No vaccine opinion. is good for you. And I found a really interesting uh, doctor that was thrown out of the medical profession in the early 2000s called Rebecca Carley. I never heard of her, but she did a really great speech. I put it on FACO, too. I listened to the Excellent. whole hour and a half. She just can keep going and going and going. She doesn't take a breath. She's not even reading from notes. She's just giving anecdotes and stories and putting it all together. Yeah. Highly recommended. It's, it's, she's got passion. She, so maybe she knows things and maybe she's seen things. Like if you're a doctor, you should actually be seeing a, an increase of people suffering from myocarditis. Well, she was thrown the doctor profession 20 years ago. I don't know if she's still alive. Truth be told, this was from 10 years ago she said this. This is pre-COVID. There are a lot of people speaking out against vaccines before COVID, be told. Oh, yeah, for sure. For, absolutely for sure. They were just thrown to the gutter, though. Nobody listened to them. Yep. Cast into the wind. Cast into obscurity and and certainly losing a lot of that. If they they were a journalist, that that was it. You were out of your job because there was so much money thrown, I would say, by the um, World Economic Forum into media as a you know as a reward for saying pushing this stuff that you're going to get you know millions of dollars for you know if you push it and ABC Australia would be the worst I've ever heard there was this non-stop mantra every morning every day of just get your vaccine get your vaccine you get your vaccine it's it was horrific we went through it I've heard it you know I'm Very hard I don't trust the vaccines very hard to resist. Yeah. I love that yeah. cheap through the gate thing oh, that, yeah, that guy awesome. did. So good. Yeah. Cheap yeah. through and the gate. I keep hearing cheap those through still. the gate. Cheap through the gate. Cheap through the gate. But I keep hearing that same push from political types um, pushing. And, and, and also, I spoke to another lady who'd just come back from overseas. And she was sick from – she got on a cruise ship and they were kicked out of New Zealand. She was sick. She said her, her cabin mate, who was her friend, travelling friend, she had COVID. Her test said yes. Her, The one that I spoke to, her test said Big no. Test. They were both – Yeah, they were both as sick as each – both as sick as each other, sick as each other on a cruise ship in New Zealand two weeks ago or three weeks ago. So, look, Ab, there's definitely no way anyone that would stick that Pfizer, Moderna. A closed environment. Let's remind people how probably people get really sick on a cruise ship. It's not from others. They're in a canned environment. They're breathing the same recirculated air probably most of the time. They're drinking the same same recirculated water. Water. I think the main yep. thing is water. Recyclable. Or yeah, I would say so. is being used to clean their food or bathe in. All these are ways to transmit, not transmit, but be exposed to the same toxins. Be exposed to the yep. same toxins. So that's how everyone yep. gets sick at the same time. They're all in the same environment, the same terrain. This is pretty simple science if you want to look well, at it it's, like a, it's like a gold, well you say it's the same as a goldfish bowl 
If you're goldfish, you're getting yeah. sick. Do you take them out? A and cruise then give them ship is a goldfish. Them back in a bowl. Mm. Yep. Yes. You talk about a controlled environment. A cruise ship is extremely controlled. And this this is not a new thing, though, Ab. This has been a thing consistently over many years. Cruise ships have always had a thing. They always used to blame it on the air conditioning, and they call it, what was that thing that was uh, Legionnaire's disease? It was always Legionnaire's disease, and, right. you know, 30 people all caught the same thing. And yeah, Look, I don't know if you've been on buildings before and look at the air conditioning situations, but they have this warm water Dripping it, it's like a giant fridge. If you look at the back, of, if you ever look at the back of your fridge, you've got this kind of a, a reservoir where the water pour. Oh, that's the condenser. Yeah, can, right? the, yeah. There's well, a tray on the bottom that catches the water that drips off the condenser. Exactly, I guess. and it's black. It's normally black, so I've cleaned lots of them. So you've got a petri dish that could be a bacterial nightmare if you're an older person and you're breathing in the same air that's coming from this petri dish of warm, putrid, you know, rebreathed in water. So their Legionnaire's disease thing is, I would say Legionnaire's disease, if, as just going by the, 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 the uh, science of it, you know, it's like the air conditioning ducts are very dirty and they pump throughout your cabins bacterial uh, waste, that's kind of warm and yeah. it's obviously full of nasty bacteria. bacteria it's nothing to do with yeah. anything. Else. Yeah, for sure, guaranteed. There's no argument for me on that one, but there there is for well, some people. See them. But I don't think we can. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you can they see really, them. You can culture well, no, them. It's you like can a mosquito larvae. Yeah, it's like my, my. I've got a out in my backyard. I've got a water reservoir type area that I've just leave for the frogs. That's why I've got so many frogs in my backyard. And so they frogs come and they put their larvae in there and they fly around and the mosquitoes are in there dropping larvae. If you take a uh, like a glass of it out and then stare through a microscope, you're going to see so much life wriggling around and doing stuff in this petri dish of um, the, uh, you know, whatever. Obviously, as a human, if we get some of that stuff in our lungs or in our bloodstream, we get sick. Our body tries to fight it off. It's very simple. It's not complex. It's not some kind of special weapon. It's just basic um, uh, microbacteria that gets into your body, and especially if you're on a cruise ship where you've got you know, 600 old people uh, coughing away. You've got air conditioning ducts everywhere. Anyway, I don't need to talk anymore about the subject, but um, yeah. there is definitely this bacterial This is not an endorsement or sales brochure for cruise ships. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm not, I've never been on one. I don't intend on going on one. No, oh, no, my wife hates boats, so we're not, we're not going. I'd have well, to go with good. a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you have to. If you have to. We were, I just yeah, no, ran on our honeymoon and she, like 25 other sure. people couldn't get off the deck. They were laying on the deck. That's that's how bad it was. Yeah, no. just can't take the motion. 
Yeah, that's a thing, Ed. Sorry, I'm making all the noise again. I'm it is a thing. Mm, it, no when that. you look at it, it makes you feel queasy. When you look at all those people that are sick. Motion yeah, sick. It's, it's, this, it's just normal human nature. They like to be on flat land or any round and land. Not moving. Whatever. Sorry. And not rocking. And not yeah. moving, yeah. Not pitching and yeah. rolling. No, well, listen to Avonrick, Beetle. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Wild Times from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. You're listening to Rick and Ab on the uh, 16th, I think I said, the 16th of December. We're now um, almost a week away from Christmas Eve. The wonderful time where Santa, is, a rejumble of words, Satan, comes down your chimney and um, leaves things on your in your stockings. Sounds a bit rude, but that's apparently what happens. Wonderful time of the year. I, I, I always liked Christmas uh, up till recently, where I've just lately I was, have not had the backup money to be able to. Just go, I'm not, I don't need to work. I'm going to have three weeks off and I'll go on holiday. <clears throat> Sadly, that is not the case at the moment. I'm going to have to work over Christmas somewhere, somehow. Um, but I will take some kind of time off. And I like Christmas. I think Christmas, back in the day, was a wonderful time for children. You could, And this is also part of the conditioning. Be told, 100%, the conditioning of you being a human was having to believe in this little red, uh, well, not little, he was this fat, red, white-bearded character flying around the world, delivering presents at subsonic, supersonic speed. Basically, it was NASA combined with uh, religion, uh, or certain religions combined. So you would actually have to convince your children that Santa was real. So you were actually part of a lie. <laughs> back in the day. So I think the whole Santa thing was part of this uh, conditioning of us humans as liars, telling lies to fool children that there is actually a, a fat, red-suited man in the North Pole that's flying around the world, coming down your chimney, even if you haven't got one, and placing presents into your um, stockings at the end of your bed. <laughs> And you would actually go ahead and lie to your children to say Santa's real. Uh, it's all part of, you know, I think it was all part of the giant conditioning thing like 9-11, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's part of the global conditioning system, Santa Claus, who is, again, anagram of Satan, be told. Um, that's this whole myth that you are most, not, not everybody, but most people lie to their children and say, Santa brought you that. Oh, I didn't pay for that. Santa came down the chimney and brought you those presents. Because you, you, you're giving this happy kind of myth to children. And it's obviously, you know, part of the conditioning system of um, how they've kept us so stupid that we believe that there is Indians landing on the moon and Chinese recently landing on the moon. Absolutely ludicrous. But, you know, 
this whole Santa Satan thing has conditioned us to reiterate these lies. It's the fact, Jack. All right, I'm back. Hello, Rick. What's going on here? I just <laughs> I just opened up the chat for live stream. There's a separate chat for live stream that's kind of hidden, which is annoying. Excellent. I'm, uh, I don't know any of these technical things. Well, they changed the Discord and the layout, oh. as usual. Every two so weeks, they change it. Eventually, they're trying to get yeah. you to pay money to use it. That's the goal. I would say so. Eb, I'd say that would be the they exact... They keep adding nonsense to it. Do this and do yeah. that. Sticker this and sticker that. I'm not using... I, I won't use it for that. No. No. I'm not... Um, I'm not computer savvy enough to be able to care about it, but I do find, to me, Discord has been really easy for me to uh, do stuff on. Um, it's not. I like it. It's not technical. Yeah, I think it's. It, it works well for me. Works well for me, and if that's a thing, and it is a thing. But um, now anyway, let's talk about your three shows. Yeah. Who was the guy? Who like was the guy? The first guy. Oh, all of them. I listen. Well, I listen to all of them. I didn't dislike any of them. No, no. But okay. um, thank you. I don't care. I don't. I don't care if someone's saying something I disagree with. If I think that they actually genuinely believe, you know that 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 version of whatever. And they're not. It doesn't worry me. There's a the, the, there's certain people that kind of just trigger me. I go, I cannot listen to that. Cannot listen to that. And that was, I'll tell you one show I listened to. Oh, Crow's latest show. He's got a guy who Kyle does. Matt says Crow is an operation. He says there's about ten people that well, work there. Is that true? You think? <sighs> well, you'd have to ask Dave J, and I don't think so because anyone that was brave enough to have Dave J on their show. Is not an operation. That's going to. T- I'll just tell you that for a fact now, because that guy can just go south, west, east, north. You know, north. with yeah. A, with a yeah. Um, anyway, so this morning I listened to Crows. He had a dowsing expert. Now I know a dowsing? bit about dowsing. dowsing? Mm. What's that? Dowsing is finding water, or it's finding or asking. Basically, it's like. Well, you need to find something out, uh, whether it's water and location or certain things. A dowser was the guy that you would bring into your village back in the day. And I do believe my grandfather was a dowser. Can smell water? Which they use, uh, could be a piece of copper, L-shaped copper. It could be an old twig. But whatever they do, they can kind of discover that there's water under the certain spot. And so people used to bring these people on to uh, find out where, to, you know, where they're going to do their bore on their property. Now, this is obviously a really proven science because back in the day, to pay for a guy to come over and dig, uh, you know, I'm talking about pre-electrical, pre-diesel or whatever, you'd have to pay for someone to dig down to find where you've said this water now, 
if the guy was wrong, you've just had to pay for a day's labour or two days' labour of someone. So it's obviously a, a proper science. Um, but anyway, the guy was – he sounded kind of good for a while. And then next thing you know, he started dropping You're other cold. things that I thought – he may as well have been. He may as well have been saying "little green man" and um, flying. And I was like, "Why would the crow and Jason have brought this guy on here?" Because you should know just by the what this guy was saying. Because he was saying, you know, he said he did say Ouija boards were bad, but then he kind of backtracked a bit. I, I, I thought anyway. I was just completely. Um, I thought no. I'm, I switched it off. And I, I'm not a. I would say I'm a fan of. No, nah. yeah. Well, I saw. I switched it off, and I thought, "Is he why still would you have um, been putting water?" Yeah, the vinegar, the vinegar thing. Vinegar, yeah. Oh. I have no idea, and I don't know if it works or not. But um, I've heard stupid things online. Be told. Hmm. That is as be told. I've heard stupid. I've heard more stupid things than that. Believe it or not, over the years. But anyway, now I, <clears throat> I was just disappointed. And, and so apparently Dave's going to be on in January. That, so Because Crow is absolutely I? terrified of Dave J. Terrified of him. Wow. I can tell. I can tell. He's, he, he's, he, he, when he talks to him, he's been on there about five or six times. So Dave J is a regular on uh, Crow. Crow, obviously, <laughs> he probably knows this guy's on to me if I say anything wrong. And so he's quite nervous around him. As, as you should be. I wouldn't be nervous around them. It doesn't worry me. I, I, I'm just an honest, you know, itinerant cleaner, uh, you know, property maintenance person from the middle of nowhere. It doesn't worry me. I've got no reputation to lose, but Crow has got a reputation to lose. So he is terrified of Dave J. And it's, it comes out ac- across when he – but at least he allows – Someone as radical You're into office blandishment. I had to look up blandishment last night because I was watching Charlie Brown's Christmas as I do every year as a bit of a routine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, isn't that funny? had a huge so, line of credits. Graphic blandishment is a thing. So I said, what is graphic blandishment? That's when they take the, yeah. the pictures, I guess, and smooth them out and make them into animation. Very crude animation, by the way, Charlie Brown's Christmas. And we oh, I don't care, Ab, 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 I, I have to say this, and I would like to bring this up. I am, I have that same part of my childhood that I like to see the same things. Two performances. And so, right Charlie right, Brown's Christmas. <laughs> you're, you're Charlie Brown's Christmas is not one of my, Charlie Brown's Christmas is not one one that I would watch. After being, after in nineteen seventy four, being forced to go and see the Charlie Brown movie, the first movie they put out, and I sat there going, just shaking my head, going, "What the fuck am I watching?" It was the most there boring. Was movie. Yeah, it was it came out in seventy four. Charlie Brown was one of the first big movies that. You know, I'm talking about movies that when you went to the movies, there wasn't such things as video machines or Netflix back yeah. in the 70s. I mm. didn't know Charlie Brown had a movie. I'm not a big Peanuts oh, fan. Yeah. He's old. I am mm. not. Well, I, not sure we, no, but, he's, but he was funny. He, at least he was funny. Yeah. Eh, oh, yeah. I never laughed. It's a chuckle. Maybe. Yeah. He might but get a chuckle. Get, listen, 
Yeah, Ab, what you just said before, part of your Christmas thing is to watch that movie. Now, I have the same right. thing. I like to watch. Because there was nothing else on. Rick and Ab. Rick and Ab. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Fantastic, fantastic, um, that, that song. Apparently he's on Bandcamp, so send some money to Bandcamp if you can find it. it was some, some in the Flat Earth Sorry, I can't. Uh, it was flat Bandcamp. Earth was, I don't even know who money. it is. It's, uh... It's CC and the Flat Earth Worms. I just can't remember the name of the CC, but at the moment, it's present stage. But I've been up for hours, be told. And I'm talking about literally, I drove home at 9 p.m. No, actually, I actually got away early last night at 8 p.m. and got home at 11 p.m. But yeah, um, what we talk, oh, we're talking about Christmas and our things that we do as repetition. And I like to watch those old... Bill Ives, Frosty the Snowman uh, type, you know, those claymation things that were big in the America in the 60s, probably, the, I guess, 60s. Um, Frosty the Snowman. No, I never liked um, I thought that was cheap. Oh, they're cheap. But look, for some reason, I find back in the day before the video came out that that was part of my childhood those things would be screened as when you were a kid and i find it comforting to watch them again um i'm not being baffled by anything but I, and i sit there with you know pointing out know, that's very suspicious this, that was this, this, i this, those this, when we were done the animation then we watched those ones but i don't usually watch those mm. ones there i find them annoying yeah but you're but, a few years uh, younger than hey. me. you're a few you're, look, you're a few years yeah younger than maybe yeah uh, but I, was, uh, here's was, some, uh, I, I want to bring. I'll bring some more death into the room. Oh. We. I looked Y'all up all it. the voice Fantastic. actors on um, yep. Charlie Brown, and the the voice of Charlie Brown. He killed himself a couple of years ago. He was no. only in the sixties. Yeah. Really? Wow. Well, and the only other guy that's dead is Linus. Linus is no longer with us. The voice of Linus. So Lucy and um, is it Charlotte? What's the um, everyone else is alive? Lucy, Sally, uh, Sally, Sally. That's that's Charlie's brother. That was his sister. But those are all child voice actors. I think now they use women with um, for all the voices of children now in in animation. But uh, back then they were children. Yeah, back then they were children. Yeah. Mm. I think uh, yeah, sure. they said Sally was a six-year-old. They couldn't read the lines, so they just fed them one by a few words at a time, and they mm. them. That's how they did it. Oh, no doubt whatsoever. No doubt whatsoever. Now, so I remember going to see, the, as I said, the Peanuts. Um, it was Snoopy's Christmas or Snoopy's whatever it was, and he was playing ice hockey. Basically, it was it was doing the slow motion ice hockey thing, and I was sitting there. Back in the yeah. day, 
when I was five or six, say so I was seven or eight years of age, I wanted shooting, I wanted cowboys, I wanted war, I wanted Germans, I wanted bombs going off. I was not interested in Snoopy the animation sliding around playing ice hockey whatsoever. And I was traumatised for the two and a half hours that I have to sit there and watch that pathetic movie. And I still remember it to this day as being the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I can't, I'll be able to find it, but it was about 60, I would say 73, 74, uh, roughly, that it came out. Um, it wasn't, you know, there was no music in it that was like, it was terror, absolutely horrific. That's all I can remember. There was no jazz? There was no Giraldi? Uh, jazz? It would have been, yeah, well, Linus was playing, yeah, no, Linus, was playing, and get this, I'll tell you now, if, if I went and, and look, Ab, if I go into that this movie and do a breakdown, I'll guarantee I'll find Theo Adorno's music being used as the piano music that Linus was playing. As this no, non- that was um, you know, this- Schroeder. Schroeder, okay, Schroeder, and, and it was Vince uh, Gary and Aldi. He did the jazz. It's all jazz. Vince yeah. Gary. Oh no, it was it was uh, what the, the whole thing. But jazz was Adorno's first attack on. Music was going to be jazz, and in the twenties and thir- you know thirties and forties, and and then to the sixties, um, before the Beatles came out, jazz was what they thought was going to be the music that was going to do the most damage was uh, a, a like tonal jazz. jazz music. Yeah, no, but I like some jazz, but not a tonal jazz where it's just like this. You know, it doesn't have any free. It doesn't it doesn't have any Structure, it's just like whatever you want, and it's brain Me, damaging. The worst is you know, music is heavy metal. Heavy metal is just an it's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 paint against the, the there wall. There is well, there is, it isn't, isn't, and I'm a bit of an expert on this subject. That there are some bands that have you know the, the, the three chord structure that yeah. and, and lyrically like that actually will kind of oh, yeah, I know I'm a yeah, please. That's one of my favourite. Um, I like. I love heavy, heavy, heavy rock. I like SOD. You know, like the, the um, Stormtroopers of Death. That their first album that was fantastic. I like all sorts of stuff, but I do not like thrash metal. You know, which is just nothing. And to me, thrash metal and a tonal jazz is identical. It, there's no tune. There's nothing you can remember. Same with um. R and B. There's a lot of shit that you hear on radio now. That's all auto tune. There's no tune. There's no anything. It's just garbage. So I'll put the whole lot. But there are certain bands out there that you would call heavy metal. It had great lyrics and the right chord structure, almost up to classical music structure. I would say, uh, and, and you know. Um, Put it this way, you know, um, uh, "Smoke on the Water" <clears throat> by Deep Purple, yeah. which is not heavy metal, but it's heavy heavy rock. That is just Beethoven's Fifth rearranged. That's all it is. It's not anything else. Dun, 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 dun. It's just basically deep. It's Beethoven backwards is "Smoke on the Water." So okay. a lot of heavy <laughs> rock is actually really good. Well, that's a fact. I'm not. This isn't coming out of a uh, um, 
You're not making yeah, this I'm up. I'm telling you. I'm not making it up. I'm telling you that. Backwards. So heavy rock, heavy metal. That even though there's aspects of like I'm I'm no fan of a lot of it, but I do like a lot of good heavy rock bands back in the day, and and big fan of some of the the bigger ones. But it's it's it was classical music reversed or inverted. So it's actually good stuff if you you know if you know that. So reverse Beethoven is as good as Ford Beethoven as far as I'm concerned. Back in the day, which, which doesn't told, really 100%. make any sense, but it is amazing. It is interesting. It is interesting mm. that yeah, well, something so good forward can be good backwards. There, there's there should be no link, but there is. There, there shouldn't be a link for that, but that, 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 for sure, absolutely and. Basically, everything Richie Blackmore did was he was, he, and he admits this now. He was just cl- copying classical musicians and then altering their chord structure. So he, he's not clever. He's just smart. Well, he's smart, but he's just copying. He's, he's other clever. People. He's clever. That's clever. Yeah, it's, it was like getting uh, reading a um, really good book and then adding a few changes and then changing the ending a bit and then claiming it's yours. Like you know, you actually are stealing someone else's. And I'll be talking to Dave Jay, and he'll be into this subject. There's certainly a few people that just steal all the information and claim to be a uh, entity and um, are, are behind paywalls and uh, making money out of basically doing the same thing as Richie Blackmore's doing is taking someone else's work, turning it around. Or using it the same direction, but not giving any uh, what we call shout-outs to who you got your information from. And Dave J for sure has been pillared, uh, sorry, pilloried for his views, but he's original material. Um, are you still getting the email from JF1? Yes. Because he yes. probably wants a shout-out. They're, they're pretty incoherent, if you ask me, but uh, well, he's going actually, on to be Ed Opperman. I had to get rid of Ed Offerman off my feet. It was too much clutter. Yeah, I never listened good, to any of it. He's off. Yeah, good, good listening. move. So, too many commercials, yeah, no, by the way. Uh, yeah, I don't listen to Ed Offerman anymore either. Local commercials. They're, at least they're local. Okay. But I can't Okay, I well, can't I'll tell listen to it. Uh, and shout out to JF1 and his tuna hoarding. And um, uh, very Whatever, interesting... Yeah. Um, he bought up, my God, I get a lot of emails, and I'm sure you're getting the same ones as well. Yeah, they're going um, into I've the bin now. They're going to go into the auto <laughs> bin soon, so you're going to have to calm the down on them. Yeah. Well, they're not making sense. Yeah, they just... I can't take stream of consciousness. Well, yeah. you got to make sense, man. Yeah, yeah, no, yes, I get you, but I, I, I don't mind stream of consciousness, but, you know, I am a weirdo, so we'll just say that. Okay, but, um, so you're, you're taking them in, uh, Rick at fakeologist.com? Oh, uh, not, no, not all of them, but, well, I've had, I've had a number of replies, and including the, the one, you sent me one, it was uh, a girl in England said that <laughs> she was concerned about the high-pitched shrill noise in my background, not believing it was actually a cicada or a uh, whatever it was, but there are lots of people listening. I'll just tell you now. Deliberate noise. <laughs> I think she kind of implied that. 
Well, you're not that. I don't you're know not was, that technical. I don't, you're not that technical. You're not. You don't put that much yeah, thought exactly. in your sound. Oh, and exactly. Be bold. And if there's no one else listening 100%. to you, and you don't know how you're coming through, you need someone else on the other end to tell you what you're broadcasting. Yeah. You don't know. We can't hear well, what we're saying. Well, look, I found out. I found out the hard way by listening to back to my show. So now tomorrow night, I'm going to come on about six thirty or seven, and I'm going to read the next three pages of the article of Anal Apocalypse, which is really good reading. That I read the first three pages last Sunday. I'm going to finish it tomorrow night. So I would title the show Anal Apocalypse. And I guarantee, Ab, you'll get a lot of people tuning in when they see that yeah. title. A lot of people it's, like that. They well, it's just a, it's the it's the um what's his name uh the, you know the um oh God of what was he got he knew people associate and go to these kind of subjects because it's primordial, it's part of your growing up. And that's the whole thing was about um, uh, the the subconscious and Freud and um, Jung and stuff like that. You know, they understood yeah. that the ass is the first part of your control system. And that's why they called it. And, and David Thrussell, the writer of the article, shout out to that guy. It's a really good article. And so, I can't remember her name. She's in England. She said Rick's on, you know, he's saying some really good stuff. And then this noise is too, it's unbearable. And, Maybe and it's Christine in England. It's Christine or Suzanne. Christine, yeah. yeah. She's a super mm. fan. She's a grandmother, apparently. I think. Well, good on and, so she yeah, knows well, what you're talking uh, about. You, Same generation. Basically, yeah. I don't identify anywhere near as that old, but yes, I am. I'm 59 years of age. Oh, my God. But then, so, look, Tom Cruise is at least a year older than me, and Keanu's the same age as me, so I don't feel that old. And I've met uh, both of them, you know, or sort of hang, hang around on uh, film sets with uh, Cruise and uh, Keanu. Never met uh, Tom, though, and, and, and almost impossible unless you want to go out of your way to try and talk to the guy, and you probably get sacked for trying to talk to the guy. That was the uh, law on the film uh, Mission Impossible 2. You look at him, and you're off the set, and they would do that guaranteed. Keanu Reeves, completely easygoing, way easygoing guy. But in my mind, he didn't look anything like the guy that I always thought of Keanu Reeves as being as tanned, Great skin. The guy he looked really skinny with terrible skin. And I was standing like, you know, as close as you can be standing to somebody for, you know, weeks on end. And um, just don't trust what you see on movies. Movies give you an artificial uh, image of a person. In real life, people don't look exactly what they do on movies. I'd be told that that's a fact. Okay, Ab, you're back again. What other emails did you get this week? Anything exciting? Um, I had yeah, I had a couple from you know. There's, there's definitely people listening into that um, anal apocalypse yeah. reading thing. So yeah, it was good. I mean, like I'm not doing. I, that's why I only come in here on weekends when there's traditionally nobody 
has been doing stuff at this day of the night. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very slow on the weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy to come in and just fill fill the gaps, fill the air. Yeah. With, the audio uh, chat, by chat. the way, yeah, it's been pretty quiet. Anyone can join. This is not the Rick audio chat. Anyone can come in if they want, and uh, you can call in right now. Yeah. Uh, 810-666-1984, press 2 and then press 9, and uh, 902-400-1984. And apparently, Ian wanted to call in from Australia, and he uh, didn't realize he could call American numbers or North American numbers for as part of his phone package. You guys have it in, over there. You can just dial so, one I was, the number. Yeah, I'll listen. I'll, I'll give you a review of your. No, I, I, absolutely not, because I'm a luddite, luddite big so time. You can dial a phone. Um, you can put one plus the area code and get through. I'm sure I could, but I'm, I'm not going to bother. But anyway, I'll give you a review. Uh, fake news, Phil. Fantastic show. Enjoyed it, and I love that Dave J actually came on, and didn't lose us. He didn't lose himself and and start. Screaming, he just yeah, he gave his version. Yeah, he was. He was fantastic, and I said it to him and uh, gave him a ten out of ten for just being giving his view, and he didn't lose the plot or start screaming, whatever. Because uh, during the week, I got accused of being a spiritual murderer, and you know all these bits and bits and pieces. Did I lose it? Did I kick him off the Rick and Rollo site? No, I just said. Mm. Yawn. I've heard this before, and I have. I mean, I've yeah. dealt with this for for many years. We know you're no murderer. I'm, no, and I said, just give me give me a list of the people I've murdered, and I'll, I'll I'll you know run through it and probably disagree with most of them. You're just a reporter oh, of what you see and hear. Hmm. I know. A, yeah, you you you're a repeater. You're a repeater, and sometimes we're wrong in repeating some of these stories. It's wrong to repeat false witness and stories, but. We're, we're just going with what we got. Well, I, we well, well, tonight, well, tonight, tonight, tonight uh, I just gave a, a witness statement that um, my very trustworthy cat feeder has lost. Yeah. Sorry. If you can't trust your cat uncle, feeder, who the hell else can you trust? Let's you cannot trust anyone. Yeah. I, I was. You um, trust that cat uh, with that person with she, your cat's life. She. She. When she says I've fed my cats, I know she's fed my cats. As simple as that. Yeah. And when she says two uncles have died and one's about to die, sorry, I should say that actually. The other one she's got, so there's one on her side, one on her husband's side, have died this week. One was complaining about his heart pointing towards it when he was in his end days and he died on uh, Tuesday. And she, she said that there's a third one who's not quite dead yet, but he's got incurable stomach cancer that came back oh. again. Mm. So that's possibly a third funeral she's going to have to go to this week. Now, people are saying, uh, have you got any evidence Busy of people week. dying? I haven't. Well, I haven't personally got anyone, but I know of some issues out there. So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm not um, uh, the the arbiter of truth, but I, I do think there is issues out there. If you've taken anything that your doctor has made, you are made to take those 
vaccines. I was threatened with it many, many times. I couldn't even go back to jobs that I had for many years because they were terrified of me being a registered. You're listening to Rick and App. After the break. Right. Hi, this is John French. This is Mizum. Joe from Atlanta. Joe Mama. Gaia. I'm Buck Chair. It's me. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. You're listening to Rick and Ab on the 16th of December, 2023. And we are taking calls. Absolutely. 902-400-1984. Call in. And um, now, who I was that guy that ran up last week? Who was good? Uh, we had Derek, Derek from Rhode Island. He's Derek. the only one that knows how yeah. to use the phone. He called he in. Great. Nobody else can and now, dial the phone, apparently. I have to, I, now, I have to interrupt here. What yeah. he was saying, I didn't quite pick up on, but he was saying the game, the, the, it was, it was a um, Lego Fortnite game he was talking about. Now, I didn't realize you mentioned Fortnite. This is the biggest game that all teenagers are playing, be told. So if they're making up that Lego Fortnite of running around putting up tw- the twin towers as part of the um, – game structure, that is interesting. And I didn't pick up on that. I'm sorry, Derek, I didn't actually hear you mentioning that um, it was the Fortnite game. Fortnite is huge. It's like the uh, Minecraft, next level of Minecraft. Minecraft is huge, but Fortnite is just as huge as far as I'm concerned. So I'm sorry I didn't actually pick up on what he said, but um, it was 100% right. I, I don't remember. Mm. Oh no! I'm just kind of, uh, yeah. apologize. Yeah, yeah, the the call went on after you left quite a long time. I believe it was almost five hours. Yeah, very busy. Oh, it was call. fantastic. Yeah, we had cold card Ken, cold card Ken, C C K. He's calm, not cold. C C K. Dude, that's thirty three, thirty three K, thirty three eleven. There's a number in there. Cold card Ken. Be told. CCK, uh, but yeah, that no, was a good show, uh, and, and I listened to a bit of it after I disappeared. More interested in what I kind of was babbling on about, but um, you know, this is the this is the another thing I want to bring up. I listened to um, the show. Um, what's he call himself? Um, not uh, William Ramsey, but the other guy that does his kind of out there stuff um, on... Um, well, you listen to Oppenheimer. Uh, Ed, Ed no, Oppenheimer? I, I, no, no, no. I, Opperman, Opperman, Ed Opperman. No, I'm talking about um, the um, Waking the Dead, Sean McCann. Right. Yeah, you have your regular <laughs> podcast that you listen to. Uh, yeah, I do, but not not all of them. But I, but yeah, I, I try to listen to anything that um, Waking the Dead does. But I've got a feeling because he, he's the one that I'm saying is always oh, he's toasted. He's absolutely stoned off his head, giggling away sometimes yeah. when the people are bringing up something really quite nasty, and he's kind of <laughs> you know because he's he's had at least you know five or six um, high power uh, joints. As he's speaking, yeah. So he has an but unnatural he, he, reaction. He had a, 
Uh, it's not unnatural, but it's it's kind of dis- disconcerting because I mean, when you're talking about heavy subjects like um, circumcision and um, you know uh, Alfred Kinsey, you shouldn't be laughing at circumcision. Alfred, no, uh, uh, Al- but Alfred Kinsey would be the nastiest subject you can ever, ever, ever go into research about, and that guy is at a level of nastiness that I. It's like, and he was a friend of. Uh, Playboy founder, um, who was another one, absolutely, you know, nothing funny uh, about anything. H, 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 H. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Hefner. Anything H, that Hugh H. Hefner, yeah, a guy who was apparently sleeping with dogs, and I'm talking about actual barking dogs, according to his ex-girlfriend, nothing funny about any of that subject, and particularly... Though uh, the 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 stuff about um, uh, Kinsey, Alfred Kinsey, who, in my mind, was one of the most deviant characters we've ever had thrown in front of our faces as a hero ever, and the fact I that Liam Neeson, well, he was a rocker. He was funded by the Rockefellers to do sex research and to like what people were into and he faked all his research by actually just using prostitutes and um, prisoners and using them as the subject matter so that all these sex offending prisoners that were like raping you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to go into the detail here because but what I worry about is that um, the show uh, Waking the Dead had a couple of girls on their fe- females, rather I should say, girls. And I, I've, I've understood this thing for many years that women love murder subject. They love dark subjects. They love this kind really? of it's horrible with women. stuff. Yeah, women have a thing about the dark side and 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 death and things like that. They're fascinated by it. It's part of you know. Imagine being a person that, you know, you bleed heavily every once a month from an orifice in your body um, without your wanting to or not, you know, like it, it probably creates a deep kind of subversion. In yeah, your body, that's right? the thing, you know, women see blood every month in their uh, reproducing yeah. years. And it's, we it's don't horrific. Really, and it's horrific. You and I don't really yeah. touch or deal with blood know. on a monthly basis, do we? Whatsoever. That's a but great women point. do. And, yeah, and my they must ex, love uh, Dracula ex, and vampires. They well, Ab, look at the audience for that movie from that CIA. Uh, you know uh, the um, I say CIA, but she was based based out of um, Sandy Hook, where she did her, where she lived. That uh, did the um, those movies uh, about the vampires and. Uh, what was the name? I mean, these are huge. Your daughters know. would have the books. The, 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 I, yeah, don't I know. Trust I, me. I, I know the yeah, name, the, but I, I, it's mm. not on the top. She, of my she, mind. she was. Well, she lived. She lived in Sandy Hook, and their books. You know, they, they're all about vampires, and they starred the the, the star from the latest Batman movie, uh, Robert Pattinson. Mid, uh, not midnight. Um, whatever. You know, women. Teenagers were obsessed for these um, these movies about vampires and shape shifting 
werewolves and things like that. It was a huge thing. And th- these were the group of people that had grown up with Harry Potter. So Harry Potter had taken them in as junior Satanists, basically. When they got to about 13 or 14, they, the, those series of movies uh, that came out from that um, woman, again, she lives from Sandy Hook, that, uh, you know, I, I, I say, I call it Midnight, but it's not Midnight. I can't remember the name of the movies, but they were basically about blood-sucking vampires having relationships with someone that was a shape-shifting vampire, uh, werewolf, um, the huge sellers. I mean, these are these were the number one sellers for teenagers back in the, say, the late 90s, early... Sorry, no, not late 80s. Mid two thousands, those um, books, that book series written by that woman again. She was based in Sandy Hook, uh, an area which I would suspect is a nothing but a CIA uh, town full of ex spooks or current spooks, guaranteed. Why can't I remember the name? Midnight, Blood Night, whatever. Look, I'm sorry, I can't do it, but. So, yeah, so we've got... J.K. Rowling, There's all it? sorts of... Nah. No, J.K. No, Rowling, the... Yeah, no, but she was the the woman that was nothing but a um, front person for the Harry Potter series. And then afterwards, you, you got the, the next... Guaranteed, 100%, nothing to do with it, but she was the front person for it. That's all she was. And the, the, the movies, the books were deep level, esoteric, you know, Masonic and Satanic um, spells and incantations and um, whatever, just to get the, 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 six, the six-year-olds, seven-year-olds and eight-year-olds into Satanism back in yeah. the day. Then they got moved forth into the next series, which was that woman's series the, um, uh, with Robert Pattinson as his Weird looking vampire. You're going to have to look it up. Can I actually, do do I have to look it up or can I walk into a room and find those books? Actually, I don't think anyone in my family had those books because I wouldn't allow them into the house. But um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. No, they've all been moved. I actually got rid of most of those books back in the day. It's, um, uh, okay, Robert Pattinson, the, I mean, honestly, that guy's a really, not what you call a, the good, most good-looking bloke on the planet, but somehow he became every woman's fantasy, and I'm talking about the under-18s. I've got a stray cat coming into my house looking at me. Um Fortnite, midnight. Okay, Ab, I'm going to go look it up to uh, stop. Use the internet. Okay. I'm going to. I am going to. You're you know how to use the internet, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just this phone I'm using and the fact I have no computer. No computer. All right, here we go. Live on air, I'm going to discover. He's looking something up on his phone. Book. Mm-mm. All you, have to, all you have to do is look up Robert Pattinson, the new latest Batman, and that's what he is, to be told. I don't know uh, who that is. 
Why can't I remember the name? Oh, this worries me, Ab, because I'm getting old, obviously, and I can't remember something really quite simple. Well, it's not important it's what you're looking at. That's why you can't remember it. Oh, Ab, 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 Ab. It is important because I'm, what I'm saying to you is the culture creation yeah, has been well, they're using these. Or, yeah, it is. And so Tavistock and these the likes of uh, Tavistock, so hang on, Robert... Patterson. Here we go. Robert Patterson movies. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to tell you right now it was the – I actually I just sent a message, a song to Dave, The Fifth Horseman of the Apocalypse by a band called um, – uh, something to do with um, that vegetable uh, the spinach – Ultimate Spinach, which is obviously a reference to marijuana. I thought he would like that because I always considered Dave, Dave is definitely the fifth horseman of the apocalypse, or he's one of those horsemen because he's really good with that kind of heavy level um, religion stuff. Okay. Du, 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 du. Robert Patterson. Why can't I see? Top 10 Robert Patterson movies. I know he's in Batman. Twilight. 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 The movie Twilight. Have a look in your daughter's bedrooms and see if there's any Twilight books in there. And I'm telling you now, Ab, I'll be really surprised if there's none. Really surprised. Because they were huge. Absolutely massive. Are you still there? Are you still there? Sorry, I'm just giving some food to a completely stray cat. Am I still here? Yes, I probably am. At least I'm not being as unprofessional as last week with the screaming cicada. So tomorrow night, anyway, if you're listening to the show, be told, uh, be told, uh, tomorrow night I will be doing the second part of Anal Apocalypse from David Thrussell live on here. Around, I would say, um, sorry, noise, around... um, about 7.30 p.m. tomorrow night, I'll be told 100%, 1 billion percent, actually. Very interesting article. It's just too dark to read at the moment. <coughs> too dark to read. But, uh, and uh, if Martha, Arthur or Martha, you're out there, I just went down to my... Uh, News agent, which is not a news agent, it's actually a, um, a cafe slash air, you can buy anything you want from. And guess what? The latest issue of uh, Infinity Magazine. Infinity. Which I, yep. Yep. Martha and I are now the. Sorry, I'm washing my hands here because I just had to feed a cat. <laughs> you don't have to explain. Um, yeah, you don't want to talk no, so no, You do. Talk so, what yeah, is it? Talk so, so plasmosis? 
That's even worse, Ab. You don't want toxoplasmosis. Be told. You get that 100%. from your cats. But yes, they lick your face. Yeah, exactly. And who's to know, Ab? You know, I've got um, had flea issues at my house, yeah. right? So I've went and bought. I went and bought a spray the other day, and I've sprayed it you all over my floor. Rick? Yeah, because I've got it's it's really hot, humid weather, and I've got two cats and possibly three actually. There's a third one that's hanging around here. Oh, they bring them into the um, house. Yeah, and so I bought the stuff, and unfortunately, it said it's natural and it's pyrethrin, but it killed. I love huntsman spiders. They're like this big. Biggish kind of spider, like well, they get big when they get bigger, and they're really nice. To be, I don't know, you know, I wouldn't understand what I'm talking about here, but um, if you've got a house in Australia, having a huntsman spider, that they, they don't care about you. All they do is run around killing insects. So they're like a perfect little addition to your house. They're not um, dangerous to you. They're just like killing other insects. So it acts like a natural pest killer. So I went and sprayed this supposedly natural stuff, and it killed two huntsman spiders that were living in my house. So it's obviously toxic to spiders. So anyway, <clears throat> that's my um, – I don't know where I'm going here, but um, I, I had a huge day yesterday and drove home last night at uh, 9 Sydney. o'clock. Mm-hmm. God, and actually, no, I left it. Actually, I managed to finish all my jobs because of Christmas parties, thank God, and got home at uh, about 11 o'clock last night. And I got given a uh, long you, is that drive? like this 3.5 hours. 3.5 hours. But to me, and that's the train ride that is twice is of that. Six hours. Six hours, yep. Why is the train ride so long? Does it stop a lot? Yeah, because I'll I'll explain it to you. They go inland and they go outland. You know, they they kind of move about on a on a instead of a a straightforward um, trajectory of there to there. They go kind of in a V shape a few times to pick up because they've cut back on um, certain directions of train tracks. So instead of they, what they don't, they make one train instead of there would be two or three trains back in the old days doing it. They make one train go inland and outland and go on a V shape. So it takes me a lot longer. But I don't care because I read books and I eat nice food. It's got no, no problem whatsoever. I'm going to disappear soon because I think I'm over, uh, over talking. But tomorrow night at about, at 7.30, or about say seven o'clock, I'll come on for an hour and read um, the Anal Apocalypse last three or four chapters. Who wrote and that? And then if you if you're about David Thrussell, T H R U S S E L L, I think double L, I'm not sure, but really good. And he's a digital, he's an audio, he's a electronic musician from Sydney or Australia. Very, very good stuff. Very good stuff. So, have you ever heard of oh, G.K. Chesterton? G.K. Chesterton. Yes, I have. Yes, yes. Oh, I you have? have? Yeah. yeah. And I've, been, I've already I, look, Ab. I've been going on about him about you know, say five okay. months ago, 
Oh, Catherine yeah. Watt he, he, read a few pages yeah. from a book from 1908 that he wrote. Do you know what the name of the book is? I, yeah. uh, uh, well, I can tell you one of them was called The Occult Takeover of the West. That's one of his books. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, and he got accused. Yeah, so he got accused of being a Nazi, right? And, uh, sorry, a right wing extremist back in the 1930s or, or wow. the 1920s. Uh, after the break, break and roll. Oh, we'll no, we'll oh, keep no, talking. No, roll. Yeah, you just. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, this is Gord from Manitoba, and you're listening to Fakeologist Chat at fakeologist.com. Nice. Listening to Rick and Ab on Rick and Ab on the sixteenth uh, of December, twenty twenty three. Oh, you just reminded me. I have to go and pay for registration for my van tomorrow morning online because it's now due. Happy to remind you, Gord from Manitoba. Mm. Gord is a he's on another podcast that he listens to. He got a shout out on another podcast, but I can't remember what it was now. Must be the same Gord mm. though. No. So good on you, Gord. Oh, I'd say, I'd say so, but yeah, no. So GK Testerton, <clears throat> Ab, I've been so. This I'll bring up three, two names, right, of people that you you've never heard of, but there are certain that, that these guys were big influences back in their day, and one of them was Krauss. So, um, Krauss was a German journalist in the twenties and thirties in Germany, and he took on the right wing of the what what you would call the Nazis and the Zionists at the same time. He he knew he, this guy knew this this was they were up to no good. So Krauss was the, one of the most published guys back in the day, but none of his stuff get this ab has been transcribed into English because guess what they don't want you to know what Krauss was saying. This is K R U K R A U S Krauss. Okay. They don't want, you know, it's like, say, in 20 years' time, they talk about Ab and Rick show. They would make yeah. sure that our shows would be turned into, like, the, the, the local speak will be in Swahili or whatever they're going to do. They will never allow our kind of free-talking free debate or, you know, you know fairly free free form conversation to be published. But Krauss and I bring there's another guy out there too. There was Krauss and um uh, 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 I brought him up a couple of weeks ago oh, no it's about ten weeks ago now. <clears throat> there's so many good thinkers that you you've never heard of before that were actually writing stuff and kind of exposing the scam. And Chesterton and Krauss both wrote very similarly, similar title books, both of them saying the occult takeover of the world, okay? The yeah. occult takeover of the world. Now, that's not a random kind of, you know, Harry Potter kind of joke thing. They were saying they're going to take over the world using the occult, which is hidden knowledge. Yeah. Hidden knowledge, right? These guys wrote about it. Both of them, uh, Chesterton's demonised as a right-wing extremist Nazi type. Krauss, you just do not hear about. You, you've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. 
The only person I've ever heard talking about him was me because I found a, a book about him while I was roaming down a street in one of those free libraries outside someone's house and I discovered a book on German thinkers of the 30, uh, 20s and 30s and discovered him. Um, so this is the problem. You know, there are and were plenty of truth out there back in 1938, 1928, 1918. These guys were either uh, ridiculed, sent broke via losing their jobs, possibly. You know, they had a job as a journalist. Don't employ the guy. Nowadays, this is, now we can see this thing rolling out in 100% giant um, with, with red flags and blue flags everywhere. <clears throat> There's only, uh, say, four giant corporations that own all media, maybe five. Uh, it was six. I'd say it's four or five now. But all media is owned and controlled by the same four big businesses. All those businesses would be getting funding and run by think tanks like the Aspen Group, Aspen yeah. House in America, right? Or um, World Economic Forum or whatever. So, yes, there were people saying the truth back in the day, but you never heard it because you were never given the opportunity. But I've found these books and um, – read through stuff and then discovered, and that's why I wanted, um, and someone suggested to me a, a few, uh, it was about five or six months ago, uh, I think it was, oh, she's one that, Sophie, or uh, Sophie, I think it's Sophie something or other that contacts me. Sophie something. So, yeah. 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 She, she said, get, um, what's her name from Switzerland to try and read the book. And I'd never bothered because I have. I, I did actually speak to um, what's her name from Switzerland. Uh, um, uh, Faye, 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 Faye. I forgot to mention it to Faye. No, you should. Can you please look into this guy and re read this book? And so both G.K. Chesterton and him, unrelated, nothing to do with each other, both wrote very critical books saying that the, there will be an occult, occult takeover of the planet in the next 30 or 40, 50, 60 years. And I'm saying they were 100% accurate, but we'll never, ever get to know what they actually wrote. Well, maybe we will if we, you know, someone can actually transcribe their books. But um, it was a thing. So who told you about G.K. Chesterton? That was... Um, where you got it from? Oh, he's not here anymore. Am I here anymore? Am I here? Anyway, tomorrow night, if I'm being recorded, I'm going to come in and read The Anal Apocalypse Part 2. And if you've got uh, any interest in interesting conversation, do yourself a favour. Be told. Abs muted. I'll, I'll wait till he comes back and then I'm going to disappear too. All right, let me look up the name of that book. I put it on fakeologist.blog. Let me look up yep. Bailey Wick. G.K. Chesterton. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you the name of the book. Yeah, G.K. So yeah. yeah. is 7-Eleven. The Man Who Was Thursday. 
Yeah. Have you heard of that one? Uh, no, but I know I know who G.K. Chesterton is. Okay, it was just about the passages. It. it was an interesting passage from the book that she read a couple pages. She's sort of like you. And she was just saying how the elite have this death cult view of the world. And not only do they want to kill everybody, but they want to commit suicide themselves. So it's not that they want to get rid of some people. They want to get rid of everyone, including themselves. And if you think yeah, about what's going on that. from that perspective, mm. it's a, it makes things a little more clear what's going on. Yeah. They, they hate life. Yeah. yeah, I kind of get that, Ab. I, I kind of understand. Uh, sorry, I don't get that, but I, I, I agree that there's obviously a nef- it's so nefarious. Yeah, they're creating. A, particularly if you look at Israel. At the, well, if you look at Israel at the moment, and listen to all the shows out there, particularly say, um, what's his name? Send me a whole lot of stuff. Um, uh, what's his name? The whole um, does the horse shotting. Um, uh, what's his name from? The America, oh, yeah, the, the, the horseshoes, one of the, one of the greatest on the uh, Rick and Rollo site, that's for sure. Um, he was te- he's talking about um, you know int- really interesting stuff, but I was kind of I'm, I'm picking up now that they want to destroy the planet. They don't care whether you know or you find out or whatever, the end goal is basically complete destruction, and that's what the Phoenix logo is so important about. Mm. The Phoenix logo um, is absolutely burn it down, bring it back, you know, BBB, which is triple six, you know, build back better. Triple, you know, it's, they want utter chaos. And if you look at uh, the writings of, um, so I'm talking about Rizmat Jeff. Sorry, I'm at Rizmat Jeff. He's been talking about. On, he's he's popped in here a couple of times on our shows. He's 100 percent on the money. 100 percent on the money. It's like mostly like Dave J. All these guys, they understand it's this. They've got to burn it down. They want everything gone, and they don't care if a whole lot of people wake up and and a whole lot of people get great information. To them, this is good. It's like it will create absolute chaos, and chaos is there. Like on Maxwell Smart, you had um, control and chaos. You know, That's Maxwell right. Smart for that was a great. Um, yeah, that yeah. was a great. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and the, the enemy was chaos, K with a K, chaos, which is like magic with a K. You know, straight chaos. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they want. As many people disenfranchised and frustrated and angry and, you know, like, that's what I'm saying with Israel at the moment. I can't believe any organization would allow their intelligence operatives to allow someone as stupid as Boris Johnson and Scott Morrison to go fly into a week after the supposed you know, operation of the um, this fly-in, fly-out terrorist or, uh, attack to bring in the most two un... And I'm saying uncredible, not incredible, uncredible former leaders to be your whistle... Um, you know, blowing the whistle for you and to, to 
say how you know bad things were. The, the damage just having Scott Morrison as your uh, representative is untenable. I mean, having Scott uh, Scott Morrison and Boris Johnson representing you in truth is like just the worst thing you could possibly do for your credibility. I think they want this what's going on. They want us to be absolutely going, you know, this is all fake. And they, they want chaos. They want no one to believe anything. They, oh, it has to be that way. No one could be so stupid, Ab, as to have the kind of representation of truth by the worst liars on the planet. I mean, uh, Boris Johnson would be the most unpopular Prime Minister England's ever seen for a long time. After what he did in COVID. I heard they're going to bring him back. Somebody, somebody wrote that. <laughs> well, I don't know. It just shows you how stupid that. they are. Yeah, right. next time around. Who knows? These guys Who are all clowns. Look, clown but a different show. level of clown, though. D- different level. Different. This is different level clown. This is really, really US. bad clown. Even if they bring Trumple Stiltskin back, he's just another clown. In the end, he's oh not even recycling and, these and, guys is a bad idea. Get somebody else. That's what I keep saying, though. What I'm insinuating here is that they can't be that stupid as to think that it's a good idea to bring these particular people back again. Because I don't know. Do you know anyone that would think uh, having um, uh, your Prime Minister of England, uh, sorry, Canada, telling you anything at the moment? I wouldn't listen to anything that uh, Justin Trudeau said. He looks and sounds 100% duplicitous and fake. He's a clown. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go. I'll be back tomorrow night. Be a toll. Thank you, Rick. And uh, anyway, I'll just go. So I have to run through two other shows. Lynn Urtel's show, fantastic. I listened to your Robert. uh, yeah, well, she sounded much. Her coughing was much more um, uh, on, on, <laughs> on par than real cough. CC. Clearer coughing, clearer coughing. CC. Yeah, uh, really good. Um, mm, oh, she's fantastic. And the other, th- uh, so mm, that guy Robert, someone or other that did Monday. Yeah, Robert show, Livingstone. He was good. He, got, he, Robert yeah, he was interesting. He's your age too. Yeah, interesting I heard that. Guy. Hmm. I listen to them all, Ab. Listen to them all, and uh, always. He's a, he's a little different. Uh, you know, he's not really a fakeologist, but oh, uh, who cares? He's been looking into this like you since the beginning of time. Yeah, man, he is different conclusions. We do have different uh, voices uh, to try and mix it up. Well, honestly, Ab, I don't know. Who cares? I don't know where the shows are going to go when we talk. I don't know where they're going to go. But, Listen, it's all about listening to a fresh voice conversation. I don't have to agree with everyone I hear, but I love to hear conversation between two different people. Simple as that. No one's supposed to sit there and agree and nod their heads to everything. Otherwise, we'll be just robots. We may may as well be just AI bots. But it's good to hear two different people bouncing off each other. So uh, 10 out of 10, really enjoyed all of them. And I'm not joking. Thank I'm not you, joking. Right? I'm telling you. I, I listen well, to you. Well, you are an audiophile. You know a lot of audio. <laughs> yeah. So you, I, if you I like agree. it, that's a good endorsement. 
Spotify sure. took one of 100%. the shows off of their uh, rotation from back in the day, maybe um, from a half a year ago. I don't know why, but that must be <coughs> we're over the target. Surprise. Exactly, Eb. A lot exactly. of people anyway, listen to Eb, us on the go. Spotify. All right, take care, Rick. Apparently so. Right, Eb, anyway, look, listen, just keep it up. And, and be told there's people like me that are actually going, this is really good stuff. It's, it's crucial information. I'll try and get today's show yeah. up. Uh, I'm going to be really late tonight on my day. So yeah, no, don't worry, man. Might go right to bed tonight. Yeah, tonight I don't know. So, so, yeah, you do, do yourself a favor, but I'll come on and do a one-hour. Um, I'll read from the magazine at about yeah. uh, 6.37 tomorrow, and then I'll chat to you afterwards. Thank yeah, you, Ray. It should, it's a good. It's really good. Really worth listening to. Um, last half of the show that I started last week. Excellent. Thank you, yeah. Ab. Be told. Thank 100%. you, Rick. Be um, told. Always a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Be yeah. too. Bye bye. Shall do. There goes Over Rick. Rick at fakeologist dot com. Send Rick an email. Rick at fakeologist dot com. Best way to contact anybody. Rick at fakeologist.com. Don't forget Frank at fakeologist.com. Lynn, L-Y-N-N, at fakeologist.com. I'm a I-M-A at fakeologist.com. Use email. Don't use Gmail. Don't use Hotmail. Don't use Yahoo Mail. Use some other service. Mail.com, maybe. Mailfence.com. Tutanota.com, protonmail.com. Use those guys. They're probably a little better. Use them for your communications. Don't use direct messages because they get filtered as well through the different services. If anyone wants to join me for the next couple hours, just ping the Discord server. That's how to get a hold of me for being on the show today. And then I'll come back in if I see the ping, and I will talk to you. But otherwise, I'll go back to uh, what I was doing, and uh, I'll, I'll watch every 15 minutes or so for a ping. So just join the live stream and wait there, and uh, I will chat to you. Be told. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. A la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again.